0: what's up you guys sean ross sap it is may 3rd 2021 fightful.com post raw review i think we're talking about raw if we have to there were some things that are worth talking about tonight but uh we've got denise alcedo here she is in a new apartment you might notice a tiny bit of an echo because denise you don't have any furniture
2: I don't have any furniture other than a desk and a shelf, and I'm talking really low so that my voice doesn't pick up an echo and I don't know what else to do about it.
0: Go to your auto settings and there's an echo cancellation button.
2: I have that on. Like that is checked on. Echo cancellation is on.
0: Oh, that's a drag. Either way, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications. You know the drill. Uh we've also got uh your opportunity to send in super chats. You can uh, do all that. Get Your question or statement read on the air. Please do that. That uh, directly supports us. Thank you. And yes, guys, just before you, you, you comment it 300 times. We know that you hear the echo. We're, we're, we're aware of it. That's why I mentioned it at the top of the show. Uh, So you guys
2: hear it. If I talk like this,
0: actually no but that would be ridiculous if you did that the whole time i
2: mean i could do this the whole time for i'm a team player
0: that's ridiculous do not do that um my god my god guys uh please leave a thumbs up all that good stuff We've got a bunch of interviews. I interviewed Steve Macklin, who you guys might know as Steve Cutler from the Forgotten Sons from the Knights of the Lone Wolf. Over an hour, we talked about the Jackson Riker tweets, his WWE release, Heat with Vince McMahon, the the Forgotten Sons, any and everything. Uh, There's a lot to get into there. Uh, we've, We've just got a bunch of interviews. I interviewed Sammy Guevara. He talked about Impact Wrestling, talked about a whole lot of stuff, but we've got Monday Night Raw. Oh, Denise, we've got Raw.
2: Raw wasn't too terrible today, honestly. It was kind of just there, and I also started watching like 40 minutes afterwards, or like almost an hour after Raw started. So it was kind of an easy, breezy watch for me this time. I did the old Sean Ross app and didn't watch right on the dot.
0: Well, I I gave in and started to watch at 840 tonight, and that will not happen next week. It will not, but... The good thing is people don't want us to talk about Raw. Anakin says, Got my se- or get my second shot tomorrow so people can track me. Rather watch the last season of Game of Thrones than an episode of Raw like this. Congrats, Denise, on getting your apartment, but tell your fiancé to get the tables. More like an area rug. An area rug works.
2: No. Okay, so it's because I didn't have a table to eat at, and it finally came today. I finally have a couch and a table, but that's like on the other side. and But in here, there's nothing.
0: Hey, our, our friends at Helix are about to get into the furniture business, so who knows? Uh, and actually, I, I just I'm read scared that scared
2: to one. talk, Sean.
0: Norm Summers says, hi, everybody. About to buy a brand new truck. It's 2010. When trucks were men. SRS, how was Zaxby's? Denise, get the tables. See,
2: everybody knows I didn't have a table.
0: Uh, I, I thought the Zaxby's was very good. Pretty good chicken tenders. I, that's what I always... When I try a chicken place, I, I get... Chicken tenders just to try out like their breading and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty good, to be honest with you. Second class Alita says, Denise, thick curtains and blankets, stuffed animals at head height, anything to disrupt the sound, bounce back works. You gotta put Tom G to work. Tom G. He Tom is working. G. he's
2: out there building some furniture for me.
0: What's he building?
2: Um, cubbies.
0: Gutier says, Welcome to the PS5 Club SRS, you damn right. I played some MLB the show today. Ken Shiro says, watch the conspiracy theory. Iceberg vid today, 90% of it made more sense. It was more interesting than Raw. There there were a few things that happened on this show, but you could have missed this show, and you could just watch this. Our friend Wrestling Rambles there. Please go check out. Let me tell you guys, if you guys want to enjoy Raw more, uh, watch her watch-alongs while while Raw happens, and she, she makes it fun. Uh, the nerd guru says, I hate it here so much. Monday is dreadful and it's not getting better. The third hour is unbearable. And guess what? Eva Marie won't help. Yikes. I want your thoughts on this, Denise. Eva Marie in a Carl's Jr. style commercial comes back. I thought her delivery was really good. I thought that was fine. But Zach Barber says, The revolution is over. Eva Marie is back, and so is the Divas era. She's Johnny Ace's wet dream of a diva. Looks good. Can't wrestle at all. I don't know if she can wrestle at all or not, Denise, because we haven't seen her wrestle in years. She didn't wrestle a one time after she got released. So what are your thoughts about hearing about Eva Marie?
2: Okay, so I'll just jump into this now. So I have nothing against Eva Marie, obviously. You know, nice girl. Got to interview her, all of that. However, it does feel like they are reverting back to the divas era. And like Zach Barber just said here, and I completely agree. Like for me, it feels like ever since Becky Lynch left, we're not getting the same consistent type of storylines, the same consistent types of characters that we were used to seeing. And unfortunately, like it doesn't make sense to me. Why get rid of people like Billy Kay, who has this like different personality that is, that could be fun and relatable to lots of people. But to me, the Eva, Eva Marie, Eva Marie is not necessarily a character that I think appeals to all audiences, if that makes any sense at all. Like as a female viewer, as a female audience, we tend to gravitate towards uh female wrestlers that necessarily show a little bit more than just one thing you know I want to see a little bit more in terms of character and that is why I think Becky Lynch was one of those people that got over so well because she didn't just attract a certain type of audience but she attracted different types of audiences and that's one of the things that for me it kind of feels like we're reverting back to the divas era where it's all about how you look and not really what you can do inside the ring and so that's personally what I'm not a fan of and it's just the same things like right away I kept thinking to myself why are we done with people like Mickey James why are we done with Billy Kay? Why are we done? You know, with those people because it. it to me, to me, I've al- like. I'm happy. I'm happy that she's back, but at the same time, we do need more people that can provide a certain work rate.
0: To me, uh, when I look at this, my first impression is, I'm not sure what Eva Marie can bring that Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Mickey James, or Chelsea Green could not have brought. Exactly. I mean. That there's not a specific skill set that I know that Ava Marie has that at least one of those women doesn't have. She ain't funnier, funnier than Billy Kay. Um, is she a better actor than Chelsea Green? I don't know, based on the stuff I've seen from Chelsea Green. Is she a better worker than Mickey James? No. Um, Peyton Royce is a bit of a combination of all three of those things, although you, I, I wouldn't say up there with either one of those three i mentioned but she's a good mix of those we'll have to see what the plan even is like is she going to wrestle i don't know if that's a great idea i mean i i know specifically there have been women from wwe's past who have inquired about coming back and they had been told at least one of them we don't know if you can keep up based on your skill set i don't know if that what type of conversation uh, what was had there and hey, more power to her if she can make it successful. But I, I don't know what this is, and I guess I'll just have to wait and see. Zach Barber, yeah, I feel
2: bad because it isn't like a direct, it isn't a direct, like, uh, you know, something that you say, like, okay, I don't want to see her back. It's just more of the fact of the style in terms of which she represents. It's completely opposite of what the, you know, what we've been seeing with women's wrestling as of late.
0: And, I mean, she can eventually represent something else. Nikki Bella did that really, really well. I mean, she worked her ass off, and she got really good, I thought, and I enjoyed her work. Uh, Valab says, best case scenario, she's going to be the manager for Parker since they both know each other. Okay, guys, cut this Parker shit out. Please stop. The man didn't know what a baby face and a heel was three months ago. Y'all got to stop this. He had never taken a bump in his life. Three months ago, I at least once a week I see something like, "Oh he's gonna be the diamond mine. He's gonna be this. He's gonna be that." Parker ain't ready. He is not ready. He was. This is not like like somebody who's coming in with a a pro wrestling background or or an amateur wrestling background or a grappling background, Brazilian jiu jitsu, judo, catch wrestling, MMA anything man never did a three-quarter shoulder roll before a couple months ago it it that ain't him that's not what this is that's not what this is and he is a long ways away right now the kentucky 210 says johnny ace back in charge baby so it's funny that you say that one of the, the fightful select scoops that i posted upon the releases by the way guys please go subscribe i'll plug it in a bit there were women in the company that I spoke to Denise that were fearful that when he was brought in, we would see more of a diva's, era.
2: And it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Like I hate to say it, but everybody's always talking about, oh, how do we get more female viewers? How do we get more fewer viewers? What are they into? Everybody's always trying to figure out what it is it that the women want. And I will tell you as a woman right now, I want to see strong characters that are, you know, not necessarily not, not just attractive, but coming out there and, you know, standing up for something, having some sort of values, having some sort of personality, you know, Having all of those attributes that add more to it, like this, I don't know, superwoman boss type of female. So I do kind of want to see that to me is a little bit more relatable. And I don't, I really hope that we don't just revert back to the, okay, like you look great. So you're on camera sort of thing.
0: Denise, we saw in MMA what could attract a female audience. Ronda Rousey attracted a female audience because she was a badass woman.
2: Yes. Who would, She's who an would, example of that.
0: Yeah. Oh, we've got a lot of people uh, talking about this. Uh, Bezo Bank says WWE are about to milk the heat, even where he had almost five years ago, but still refused to push Naomi, who literally trends on social media all the time. I'm going to get into that later because I got some things to say about that tag team match. But um, it seems like every single year, WWE is like, how can we leave money on the table with Naomi? Oh, she's got a really cool title. Let's... Uh, we don't you don't need to make actual replicas of those that light up. Those would have sold like crazy. Sold like crazy. Uh and as Zach Barber says, women's wrestling doesn't make money, you know. I mean, yeah, that that was what uh one of the women were told and mm.
2: it's a shame. It's a shame it's a because sh- that's what everybody wants to talk about. If it wasn't, why would we be here on this podcast? Like, there's a million times where we devote such a big chunk of what we talk about to women's wrestling, women's storylines, and how the women are treated, et cetera. It wouldn't be, like, such a big news if people didn't care.
0: Guys, try to send your super chat on the actual chat. It makes it easier to find. But Maurice says, can you imagine the heat if WWE returned Eva at Money in the Bank and had her won the case? Oh, God. Oh. I think that'd be the wrong kind of heat. Although there would be some people that are like, Oh, no, you're supposed to dislike it. And I'm like, no, I, I'm not supposed to want to turn the show off. That's not what I'm supposed to want to do. Um, but <laughs> slicey Dicey says, I can't bear to watch Ross. So I'm paying you to do it for me. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Um,
2: we do Anakin- it for the people.
0: Anakin says the echo makes you sound like god it's awesome I feel
2: so self conscious like i'm scared to talk normally i'm t- i'm t- i'm not myself right now this is robot denise L- is scripted at the moment Little
0: little did i know if that's what it took to to shut up denise alcedo i would have st-
2: I feel self conscious
0: i would have stolen all the furniture out of your house long ago <laughs>
2: Ur- I don't even have a refrigerator
0: The guru says the balls of this company to call it evolution Yet here we are nearly three years later with no Evolution to. Johnny Ace is such a scumbag. Well, I mean, I don't think that this was 100% Johnny Ace move. I don't think that's the, the way that, that that worked out. But um, uh, Gutier asks me, how, how do I like MLB the show? Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I like the two-way player aspect of it. I do. Uh, I, sometimes I go in there and I pitch some games. It helps kind of calm me down, get me in a rhythm. Denise, we're a psycho clown.
2: I don't have anything up right now, as you can tell, which is the major issue. Everything's in the closet right now because there was no place to put it in. Colt
0: says, "Yet they advertised the best women's division on NXT commercial right after that tag match." <sighs> and again, I'll get to the tag match. Mm. Man, man, uh, budget cut says eloquent. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this, the wheels were in motion for this long ago. She was there in December filming stuff or, or was in gear. Um, Evan Wright says crazy. They had Eva Marie wearing the thing, the.
2: (laughs) What is, I, I didn't, what is this? I don't know what you're referring to on this one.
0: I think a trash bag is is what what he said, but you know. oh, I
2: didn't get it. I'm sorry.
0: I didn't either. Nur Guru says some people really don't understand the power a Becky Lynch has. I'm not saying no other woman could could, but she was trending tonight, and she's been gone a year
2: because she appealed to all audiences. That's the major thing. And to be honest, it was something that was like right there in all of our faces, and I didn't really even put it pieces together until tonight when I was kind of putting a little bit more thought into like this whole thing and what attracts to certain viewers and what doesn't attract to certain viewers
0: we have Isaac saying the sad fact is WWE production that increased female viewership over the past decade wasn't Becky Sasha it was total divas it's so sad no I mean I mean it did it did but I mean that didn't help WWE Raw's viewership. It's whatsoever. a totally
2: different audience because I will tell you this. My mom does not know anything about wrestling, but she knows who Nikki Bella is. Oh yeah. And that's I, about it.
0: I would I teach. I taught a, a beginner's kickboxing class and the women in that class knew who Jimmy Uso was. Didn't know who an undertaker was because they watched total divas. So, I mean, they ain't tuning in Mondays and Fridays by and large. I don't know if you can really put that all on on that necessarily. Uh, Shadowed Del Saber says the gimmick didn't work the first time with Eva. It didn't work with Carmella and Liv Morgan either. They keep trying to push it. What they had with Eva Marie towards the end before she left was working. It was doing really, really good digital numbers. Uh, Now, granted, it was her like losing her top and shit like that that was doing those crazy numbers. And I don't know if that's really the type of thing you want to lean into but uh, WD Mark says Raw was bad. I turned it off for the first time in 22 years. Well, fortunately for you, we know how to turn you on. Thank. I'm just kidding.
2: Oh, I was ready for it.
0: And and hey, you'll be ready for it
2: too. <laughs>
0: when that's what we're here for. That's what we're doing. Uh, Evan Wright says he needs Denise's thoughts on Omega versus Andrade.
2: So I read the news on that and I was like, oh, shoot. I am so glad to hear this because, you know, I've been I was kind of a little bit bummed out. I feel like when, you know, after the Andrade being released, I kind of felt a little bit bummed out that there wasn't like a lot of people saying like, oh, you know, he should be here. He should be there. And so I like the fact that, you know, this was done, that he made this challenge because it kind of puts him on a certain pedestal and a certain not pedestal, but it puts him in a certain perspective where like people can take him seriously. That's what I think. I think people need to take him a little bit more seriously. Unfortunately, the way that he was treated in WWE, I think a lot of people forgot and a lot of people started. Why are you laughing? A lot of people started thinking like they they didn't see anything in him. And I, I think that with this challenge, maybe people will start to see a different side of him if they didn't already know of that side.
0: I'm laughing because of Kate Hensler saying Ryan Satin's Barber Watch Total Diaz. I think that Ryan Satin should post literally anytime somebody outside of Twitter is like, hey, do you you do wrestling? I think he should every single time. I think it's a great Twitter gimmick. Uh, Omar Diaz says, I miss Blue Chew Senpai. Don't worry, pretty soon. Uh Anakin JMT says Maria on Wrestle Talk more poignant than ever. Hey, she'll be more poignant than ever when she's on Fightful in a week or two as well. Uh, she
2: already said what she needed to say with me and Luke on yeah. our show, Sean. suck
0: it. I did the interview before you. I just held off for you, you should guys. You published
2: I'm, it. I'm Why doing late do all the time. It happens all the time. Because be I feel faster, Sean. I
0: feel bad for you guys. You know, I'm doing all these interviews with all these people. Their first interviews after WWE. I'm like, I gotta save some for Luke and especially Denise, especially Denise.
2: Oh man,
0: I'm, I'm no, just a good guy. I'm, sure. I'm just yeah. a good okay. guy.
2: I'll let you boost your ego because I don't want to yell at the moment.
0: <laughs> you are
2: very lucky. This room is you don't want to yell
0: because you. you moved to the Grand Canyon, uh, Mark. To the
2: Grand Canyon. Oh. <laughs> canyon. Canyon. Did you hear the Canyon Canyon? Yeah,
0: I did. I'm sorry. Um, we're still getting even Marie super chats. Mark says even Marie already has go go away heat without stepping back into the ring. Can already can already imagine WWE misinterpreting that and turning her into a top heel. That literally happened with Baron Corbin. So I think it's I think it's possible that it happens, Denise.
2: Don't even get me started on that. I tweeted today that we need a strong female baby face. And you should have seen some of the comments that I got. They were really weird, actually.
0: So here's here's a comment that goes hand in hand with that sexy peasant says "WWE's top four male uh, champs are heels AEW impact new japan champs are also heels begs the question why are strong face champs so rare in wrestling now well a lot of times fans are ready to move on to the next move on to the next but wrestling companies seem to have real trouble booking likable people it's not a tough formula if they are naturally funny people, let them be let, let them show that there's multiple sides. But when they're not, when when it's Rhea Ripley and when it's Drew McIntyre, let them just kick the shit out of people. Like right. they they change the formula once they have their coronation. They kick ass, kick ass, kick ass, get their coronation and they're making the little hee hee jokes all the time. Meanwhile, there is you got
2: no reason why Rhea Ripley should be a heel. It does, it doesn't feel natural.
0: None of none of what they're having her do feels natural. They can't book naturally likable people. Becky Lynch would come out there and just say shit. She would just say stuff. The Rock would say stuff. Austin would say stuff because they knew they could get away with it. They had no respect for anybody but themselves. And sometimes that's what people want. But see,
2: and even Drew McIntyre, I thought for a very long time, held it as long as he possibly could. But then it just kind of started getting a little stale for some people. Well, they, and that they became ruined, the issue.
0: They ruined that for him. What they did was they had Randy win it on his third attempt. It's like, come on. Like if they would have had Randy win that when he was white hot, that would have been way different. And it would have freshened things up. But that that's not what they wanted to do. Man, not what they wanted to do uh image jg says first driving class went amazing so happy congratulations by the way well, i
2: remember the first time learning how to drive it was terrifying
0: <laughs> drew lytle says uh w is bringing back eva and Mike, job oscar and Rhea, to charlotte at the same time while AEW is making legit improvements to their women's division uh they're making leaps to their women's division they're doing some really incredible stuff the pieces are all coming together in AEW's women's division and it's like Oh, that's what they've been setting up this whole time, and now they can lean on it more. Ken Shirō says this self fulfilling BS is literally the principal Skinner meme. Is the booking of our division bad? No, it's the women's fault. Yeah.
2: I wouldn't <sighs> say it's yeah. It, it I mean that that's that's what, that's
0: what they blame. They blame right. the other women. Yeah. That was should. some
2: of the weird things that I got when I put out there that I put that, hey, we need more strong female baby faces on Raw. Some people took it as, oh, you're blaming the talent. And I was like, not nope. exactly. This is a, this is a this is a problem with you just said them not being able or not knowing how to book a baby face properly.
0: Guys, please leave a thumbs up. Please donate super chats. Um we are twenty minutes, twenty-two minutes in, and we have not even talked about a match. So let's talk about a women's match. Charlotte Flair defeated Dana Brooke. Now, first off, I want to say I liked the finish in the. I liked the idea of it. The chop block out of the handspring. If I were Dana Brooke, I'd nix those handsprings. It is walking ten miles to drive half a mile. Run into him with your elbow. It's. Flip, 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 stop, then a back elbow. And you could tell that she was setting up to get chop blocked here. And then after the match, Mandy attacked her. So we're probably getting that again next week.
2: I just feel bad that because unfortunately they kind of did Mandy and Dana so dirty, but making them look like very weak competitors. They haven't been looked, they haven't looked strong whatsoever since their pairing. So automatically I'm watching this and I'm already, you know, canceling out Dana Brooke as even having a, being able to have a competitive match. And we know she can have a pretty good match, but it was just the fact that they haven't necessarily had Ha- we, we they haven't given us a reason to take them seriously to see them as legit contenders now as for the match itself i actually thought it was a little clunky like there was a very uh clunky uh sunset flip that i saw uh the swanton that she did i thought looked pretty good but it didn't it did need a little bit more of like a I don't know, a sizzle with it, sizzle in it, if that makes any sense whatsoever. And I just kind of thought that it, Charlotte had to slow down a lot in this match and it just wasn't a smooth match overall.
0: Yeah, it it wasn't. And you know, we're going to get, they're going to run back Mandy next week, probably. (sighs) Well, afterwards, Sonya comes out and Charlotte kind of bullies her way into a, a match and I, when they announced Rhea and Oscar tonight, I was like, "Oh my god, they have such terrible chemistry."
2: I saw your tweet, and I was like, "No, this Ugh. is happening again." That, that was this the third time now, or was going to be the third time since they changed it to a triple threat?
0: Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm okay with them adding Charlotte. I know a lot of people are just like, I'm "Oh happy no,
2: it's going to yeah. help the match a whole lot."
0: Yeah. Th- Asuka and Rhea have zero chemistry together. And for some reason, WWE insists on having Rhea cut these promos. I don't know why. It's weird. But I thought the story about this really was Adam Pearce, Sonya Deville, which I'm enjoying their back and forth. Adam Pearce is not happy with Sonya Deville's power. I think they should parlay it into him being threatened by a woman in power, too, because she straight up said, I have the same amount of power as Adam Pearce now. I love that. Why not?
2: Finally, finally, because that was a big question marker. I was like, okay, I can't really decipher how I feel about this until I know like what her placement in this power hierarchy is. Like, what is it, you know? So now I can at least say, well, you know what? If she wants to make a decision, so let it. So let her be it. I was even going to make some funny jokes about this, you know, whole like male, female type of stuff. But I like this. And I think that they can make something of it, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I, I hope so as well. I, I like Sonya Deville's portrayal here. The Kentucky Two Ten says backlash is just triple threat at the show, right? WWE World Women's and probably the US will all be three ways. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll talk about the US in a minute, but man, that would be weird. I think they—I thought that Sonya was going to say, "Well, because we already have a triple threat match, we're not doing it." But she didn't. She was like, "Nah." Why not? <laughs> uh, I I don't think they'll go triple threat with the U.S., but that's just a hunch. It's not me reporting anything at all at this uh, Ant- point.
2: Have the show have a theme?
0: Anakin says is Sonya the best GM character since Page? I mean, I think Adam Pierce is really good at it. Honestly. I would say Pierce. Yeah, Pierce is really awesome. Sonya's easing into it. Brandon Charles Powell says Rhea versus Oscar sometimes third time is a charm, but probably not in this case. Not based on what I've seen. I have never, I haven't seen Asuka have that little chemistry with somebody in years. And we've seen Rhea have some really good chemistry with far less experienced wrestlers.
2: And here's the thing. If they didn't have it at WrestleMania, what makes you think that's going to happen afterwards? Like that's you, that's where you put it all. That's where you put all your eggs into that basket. Like that's where it happens. That's where the magic happens. And it didn't, there was no magic.
0: Guys, put your eggs in the FightfulSelect.com basket. I did a review of the Randy Savage A E biography today. I had some very passionate thoughts on that.
2: Thumbs up, thumbs down. I haven't seen it yet. Mm. Oh, in they the use, middle?
0: They used Bubba the Love Sponge. Bubba okay. the Bubba the freaking love sponge. Do you know who that is?
2: A little bit.
0: Okay. I I don't I I'll just say verbatim what I said on that show. And I went off extended. Okay. I don't want to see Bubba the fucking love sponge on my screen in a Randy Savage documentary where he, he he like just trolled and tortured that guy. I don't want to see him in that much. I don't want to see him in a Hulk Hogan documentary. I don't, If they do a documentary about Hulk Hogan's sex tape, I don't want to see Bubba the love sponge in that. And Bubba the love sponge's wife was the one that was getting, having sex with in that. I don't want to see Bubba the love sponge in anything Unless it's the actual footage of Awesome Kong beating the living shit out of him backstage at TNA when Vince Russo had to run and pull her off of him to save Bubba the Love Sponge's life. That guy is such a piece of trash. Get him out of here.
2: Oh, well, now I need to watch this. Well, I was already going to watch it, but I just hadn't had the time. So did that hurt the actual documentary?
0: It was just pointless. There, there were a few things that hurt the documentary. Yes, but I didn't think it was the burial. Everybody thought NS Andrews says, Bubba the love sponge. Someone send awesome Kong. Awesome. Kong beat that ass, bro. Adam Pearson says, I occasionally get tweets meant for
2: Adam Pierce. Hey, take it. It drives up your engagement. Take it.
0: Kinshiro says, "So did you know? Main was arriving today. Did you accidentally jinx his winning streak? Uh, I knew and couldn't report it, so I was, I was told off the record. Then I was told with an embargo, and an embargo is when you're told news but you can't release it to a certain time on based on the agreement of of getting that information. And I did know that's why I posted the forty nine and O thing. But Sheamus beat Humberto's ass backstage, and then walks in on Mansoor getting signed. Mansoor had won 49 matches in a row before tonight, Denise.
2: I didn't know that until tonight.
0: Well, you should pay attention to my Twitter more because I posted it yesterday as a little hint to people that Mansoor was coming. But that's over now, Denise. Why? Because he lost via disqualification when Humberto, your boy, ran in.
2: Hey, everybody. Party's over. Humberto fucked it up for everybody. Yeah, okay. You know what? You sound like those Charlotte I... Flair fans right now, when they're I sound like Charlotte. You. Right now I sound like you. Echoing in my room. Hey, I told you I would do this if you wanted me to. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm just going to sit yeah, here and I, I th- th- my like head.
0: A... I mean... Oh, we've got some super chats about Mansoor. Um All I'm
2: going to say is don't blame Umberto. Damn, it wasn't his fault. Fault with air quotation marks up there. Yeah,
0: it was Humberto's character's fault. It was WWE <laughs> shitty. Exactly. Shit he's- that's what
2: I'm saying. I mean, I'm, not, I'm never
0: blaming the actual you human just Denise. just
2: ate Umberto, don't, man.
0: Don't be a fucking Mark.
2: Denise. I'm just trying to tell you, Sean, that your hatred for Umberto has gone way too far now.
0: I don't hate Umberto. He's growing a beard. I love him. Uh-
2: Wait, so hold on. Hold the phone here. So now you like Umberto because he ha- he's growing a beard? All right, no. great. Yeah, woohoo. I'm
0: holding the phone. You were
2: the guy that was like, he does nothing for me. He's absolutely terrible and boring and all. Oh, 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 oh.
0: He was. He is boring. He's very okay.
2: So boring. how does the beard make him less boring?
0: I mean, I don't know. You why, how does it not make you make it less boring for you? What what's your problem with his beard?
2: I don't have a problem with his beard whatsoever. Okay, all right. Saying. Denise ha-
0: Denise hates beards. She hates Christmas.
2: I do not hate beards.
0: Richie Goodacre says Seamus underestimated Mansoor. How? Mansoor got two moves on him. I would have had Mansoor go over someone else tonight. I would have too. There's not much lamer ways to debut somebody than them getting the shit kicked out of them and then just DQ'd. And I had, I had somebody say, oh, well, you know what? They protected him. And I'm like, no, not really. Not really. No. They He got his ass kicked and DQ'd. Who cares?
2: I'd rather have seen him lose cleanly or get a surprise victory or something other than this. The, the disqualification, yeah. I'm... It would have at least just have him lose cleanly re- in a respectable way. Might as well just do it.
0: Brandon Charles Powell says Humberto can do nothing right in Sean's eyes. I told also,
2: you. I told you. Well,
0: you're both full of shit because I loved when he teamed with Dominic. Like, I, I was, I think it was Dominic he was teaming with briefly. I was <laughs> like, that's a great idea. He should be in a tag team, he'd be great in a tag team.
2: Yeah, and then after that, you were like, "Fuck this guy!"
0: <laughs> well, no, I haven't been because he hasn't been on TV since then. <laughs> he ain't been on TV in a damn year. They they just left him off. He's been I get to watch him on main event a lot. So there you go. Sexy peasant says, "Denise, you gonna have audio trouble for NXT again?" What? Happened? No,
2: I'm gonna go buy a rug today and put some more stuff up. See what I can do.
0: Nerd Guru says, speaking of triple threats, let's get an SRS Denise and Alex triple threat sour graps for Raw tomorrow. That's a select content we crave. Buddy, he films that at 1 a.m.? I ain't doing that. Tuesdays are my night off. I ain't showing up to work at 1 a.m. to review Raw again.
2: Wow, you're just not dedicated, Sean. Yeah,
0: I'm not dedicated at all. Uh, no, not that dedicated. Not after this. Uh, Evan Wright says, Abaddon versus Ryo Mizunami tonight ruled. Check it out. I will later in the week, as always. Uh, Norm Summers says, thank the Dong Lord and Hollywood Hammer for AEW Dark Elevator. Why does it take 15 for a match on this wrestling-type TV show? I don't know what you mean there. Specify that for me, Norm. Uh, But Nick says, with the prominent positions we've seen him in before, where do you see Mansour going from here? Not the ideal debut tonight, 49-1. and Well, Denise, there's no way to tell. I mean, we went from Matt Riddle losing three, four singles matches. It was four singles matches in a month to teaming with Randy Orton and being unbeatable.
2: And being completely like slaughtered and buried by Bobby Lashley. That happened too. So I feel like at this point, like, it's just like, you can't tell every, every week it's something. It's, I mean, look at what happened to Damian Priest. You know, one day he's losing to some guy in his underwear, and the next he's, you know, one day he's with Bad Buddy. Next thing you know, he's losing in his underwear. Next thing you know, he has a pretty cool match with Morrison. I mean, it's just all over the place.
0: I really thought they were going to give Mansoor the, like, Bo Dallas push that they had brought him in for originally. Now, I'm not talking Bo Leave. I'm talking Bo with the glove hitting that crappy hip toss as a finish on, on Bad News Barrett. And uh, yeah, they they didn't end up doing it. They did end up having AJ Styles and Omos defeat New Day. This match was like okay, it was fine. Uh, they're they're keeping Omos's offense very very simple as they should. He he kind of slipped on a backbreaker, and it just wasn't great. This this just wasn't a great match. The promo was really long and extended, but I like that Kofi Kingston is mentioning stuff like. You didn't show up for three weeks after WrestleMania. I showed up on a show that I wasn't even supposed to be on the night after I won the world title. I thought that was a great line.
2: I actually thought that Kofi's promo was on point today. I loved everything that he said today. Uh, AJ and Omaz, not so much, but I will say this, though. I do think that... Omas, in terms of even just like even though I wasn't completely blown away by anything that he said on the mic or or anything like that I still thought that he did a pretty great job yeah. in terms of he came out here and he was showing a lot more personality I think from what we're used to and maybe because before he would say like he wouldn't say anything or we'd get like one quick little response out of him. But this time we actually got more out of him. And even during this match, I kind of felt like he was, you know, out there feeling more confident. Like he knew what he was doing. He knew what page he was on. And you could tell, and that came across in this match. So I actually thought that tonight was a pretty good showing for Omaz. Even though this wasn't a blowaway match, it really was a a nice opportunity for him. At least he looked pretty good in my in my eyes.
0: The Phenomenal Forearm, I think it looks a lot better when AJ just springboards. Like, he can't get he can't I get as gonna much.
2: Say, I was going to ask you, because when I first saw it, I thought, you know what? Th- this Phenomenal Forearm looks really rusty. But then, in the replay with the snow motion, it didn't look that bad. So, I didn't know if it was just because I was judging it differently or what.
0: So, anybody that has tried to jump off of somebody's shoulders like that, it is not easy. And it, it usually lasts a couple times before they just stop doing it. So I would imagine this one probably isn't going to happen much more. Backstage, we see Elias and Riker <laughs> trying to throw tomatoes at New Day. Instead, they hit Randy Orton. I thought it was going to be like Braun or somebody like that. I liked that it was Orton. It gave them a reason to have a match later. And. Orton was pissed off. Later on, we see Riddle. He's talking to the Viking Raiders about the NFL draft. And then Randy Orton is mad. He doesn't want to deal with Riddle's shit, but he's like, you know what? We won last week. Let's beat up these two people who I want to beat up. And they did. This is your standard Riddle. What's going to be the Riddle-Orton match. Riddle's going to sell a lot. Orton's going to run in and go psycho on people. And they're going to win. I'm fine with this. I enjoy it.
2: I actually liked uh, the backstage segment with Brito and the Viking Raiders today. I thought it was pretty funny. And you know me, I'm not a football fan. I don't know anything about football, but I know the teams, all right? I know the teams. Sure. So I thought it was funny. It might have been a su- super simple joke for, you know, a fan. But for me, it was funny. And then I think what I liked mainly about the match itself was not really the match it was more of their chemistry together and like even afterwards like the way that Matt Riddle was like celebrating and he was like making it seem like he just won a world title because he was so happy winning and all of that but Randy Orton was kind of like he's You know, still who he is. He's not as you know loose as Matt Riddle, but at the same time, you can kind of tell that he was enjoying himself and enjoying being there. So I do like the contrast of personalities, and it showed in 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 this. I'm enjoying.
0: I'm enjoying it. It's a tag team. They needed to add a tag team because, as we'll talk soon, there a couple of them are kind of splitting or maybe not not going the right way, but. What do you think that Riddle and Orton do after the show, Denise?
2: What do you mean? Like after the show? Like for fun? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they go get pizza?
0: You think they go Is get pizza? Is that too specific? Huh? I think they wind down.
2: Okay. I don't get it. What I miss?
0: I think, I think they they, I don't know. I think they get a little sleepy.
2: Oh, yeah. They get very sleepy. Yes.
0: Yeah. I think they smoke marijuana, Denise.
2: Oh, this is not a Helix promo? Mm-hmm. So.
0: And if you're sleepy...
1: <laughs>
0: I, was try- I wasn't sure what I you was were trying doing. To, I was trying to lob it up. I was trying to have you help me set it up. But I did. I
2: said, I got your key. I was like, yeah, he's really no. sleepy. And then, then you went to the marijuana thing. I was, and I was I like, was, oh. I was I lobbing was up some softballs,
0: some suggestions. You're like, Do
2: your ad. Do your I ad. I don't know. Eat pizza. I know how. Eat pizza? Well, I thought it was a literal question. Pizza What do people Denise? do after a show? You go eat pizza.
0: What I do after Raw, sometimes during Raw, is lay down on my beautiful Helix slash fightful mattress. I love my Helix Sleep mattress. Uh last year I was looking for a new mattress. I had been sleeping on a slab of memory foam for, for quite a while and it had it had just wreaked havoc on my back, and I wanted something new, but I didn't want to go to a mattress store in the middle of a pandemic and roll around on some stuff that a bunch of other people had been, and helixsleep.com slash Fightful fixes that, because once I got my Helix Sleep, I hit them up, and I said, I want to do business with you guys, and I'm so glad that we are able to, because now you guys get to enjoy the same thing that I do. I took a quick quiz. It was like two minutes, I think, that completed and matched my body type, my sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for me. Everybody's unique. Helix knows that. I know that. They have several different mattresses and models to choose from. Soft, medium, and firm. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Even a Helix Plus for plus size folks. That quiz just it eliminates the the question or or the the concern from the equation you don't have to worry you're going to get something that you're not going to like they're the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by gq and wired magazine so if you're looking for a mattress take the quiz order it it'll come straight to your door ship for free and when you use helix slash fightful you get up to 200 dollars off 200 dollars off and two free pillows they got a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't like it, but you will. Uh, I can't tell you how important that was for me to get helixsleep.com slash fightful. Denise, what are you doing?
2: I don't know. I start thinking.
0: I wish you wouldn't.
2: (laughs) You could have just said, I don't pay you to think. Man. Sorry.
0: Anakin says, Denise, I'm with you. Sean swerved me with the right? week. Right?
2: That wasn't the original
0: approach. Sean is like you. trying to set up literally anything but pizza, Anakin. Just because you all aren't at the same mental capacity as me and can't really throw to these segments. As Sean, li-
2: it was a terrible toss because you literally asked me, what do people do after the shows? And I thought oh, to myself, no, 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 okay, no. after a show, I, I said, go eat. Okay, what Riddle,
0: so. What do Riddle and Randy Orton do.
2: Okay. They can eat. They're human, aren't they?
0: No. You think that riddle Shot, and it Randy Orton? Obvious. They're probably doing intermittent fasting. They probably ain't eating after nine. What are you talking okay, about?
2: Okay, well, I'm sorry.
0: Nerd guru says a borough gonna need a blue chew to stay up this year. Buddy, you need to do some more research into the Bengals uh roster. They they made some moves in free agency, they drafted a guy second round. Bezo Banks says a motivated Randy is a fun Randy riddle, casually riding past and saying, Hey bro, kill me for about five minutes straight. It, it works really well.
2: Yeah. It was kind of like, you know, when you're hoping like, cause he had the tomatoes on him, you know, when you look like crap yeah. and you go out someone, you're like, God, I hope I don't run into anybody that I know because I look like crap right yes. now. That's what it reminded me of. And then like your friend that you don't want to see passes by you're like, damn it.
0: Phil sent a super sticker. It won't show up on here, but thank you, Phil. Thank you no, very much. He just
2: wrote super sticker, but he said no, no,
0: no, no, happened. no. It shows up on the uh, thing. It is a it is a hippo in a computer chair oh. spinning around. It just won't show up on Streamyard. Sexy oh. peasant said Denise had audio troubles last Tuesday.
2: What happened to me last Tuesday? Something happened to me. Oh, yeah, because StreamYard kicked me out and didn't connect my mic. It connected my audio. But I fixed that like in 10 seconds once I figured it out.
0: Okay. Uh, We had Bob Harris says, James and Natty are a good team, but why push Jax? Bob, by the way, uh, your your question about big time wrestling, I got an answer back from them. They told me that they're going to start running shows late fall or late summer, early fall. So uh, if you're watching, you'll be able to get those meet and greets again soon. So let's talk about Lana and Naomi against Naya and Shayna. Uh, I thought Lana had a fantastic performance. I thought that her offense looked really, really good. This was very short. Reginald caused a distraction. I just I just can't understand why they minimize the importance of everything at, at all costs. I don't understand.
2: I agree with you on Lana. I think that that's kind of where she's always been, though. Like, no matter what, as long as she knows what she's doing, she does it perfectly fine. It's just more of the lack of interest of story. They made this super quick, super non-note. Like, there was, it was not noteworthy whatsoever. And it was for the titles. And there's really nothing much that I can say other than it was a quick match. And, okay, I agree with you on Lana. And that was pretty much it.
0: I was ready to spend some time on this. and There's just nothing to add to it. Bezos says, why well, book a title match? And we know the real feud is on SmackDown. If you had to include Lana and Naomi, make it a three-way at Backlash. That's what they would love to do. Another triple. Th- they still might, Bezos. They still might. That's what they do.
2: Are we going to th- do a theme for WrestleMania Backlash? If like, we're going to have to do a three-way?
0: Like earlier, you got Adam Pearce going, why would you add Charlotte to the, to the match? i don't know adam maybe because she's been fucking winning wrestling matches on your show maybe that's why you would want to add her to a title match because she's winning things Jeez, the way they book these people brandon charles powell says randy uh or you mean riddle and orton is a fun team it's new and fresh please
2: <laughs> randy and orton <laughs> All right, that was the that was the best thing I saw the last five hours.
0: I'm hoping, actually, I'm hoping Riddle is eventually the one to turn on Randy. I would like to see something fresh. Uh, <laughs> Phil says, Denise, let that one go way over her head. She should sure did. Which one?
2: Oh, the she one, sure oh, did. the wee thing? Yes, yes. I'm sorry.
0: Richie says, did they drop the Nia, Shayna, Mandy, Dana feud? God, I hope so. That's one that I hope that they just let go with, without any reason. That was so stupid.
2: I think so, too. They got it. I mean, but, but at the same time, there's got to be more done, though. It isn't enough.
0: August 3 says this episode felt like a crossover with main event. I appreciate the attempt at using other wrestlers, but this episode was still flat. So that's we actually even something
2: about that main thing. That was like question mark.
0: So we're going to talk about Angel Garza right now. Gulak says you can't score. And Angel Garza says, yeah, well, I'm going to put a rose up your ass, buddy. And they had a very short, quick match that was very good. I thought Angel Garza was just going to squash him. But there was a brief spot in the middle. Uh, I have the good fortune of watching these guys wrestle all the time on main event. But Garza wins. It was good. I'm glad to see him on there. And then he shoved a rose up Drew Gulak's ass, Denise. He shoved it in his ass and then punted him right in the cheeks.
2: Okay, so... (laughs) <laughs> All right. You know when they say? What's embarrassing? What do you not want your friends and family to know that you watch? This is it right here. This is it. I was I, I felt embarrassed to to watch that. I didn't feel it did anything for anybody. This is like you said, C- certainly
0: was- not the Rose.
2: Yeah, it it was a good match. And again, I was gonna come on here and I was gonna say the same thing you just said. I'm glad that they put these two guys out there to actually have a match. And two, I'm glad that they actually gave Angel Garza a win. I was gonna, I thought that was all I was gonna come out here and say. And then when they did that spot with the rose, it kind of just really kind of took it to another place. And that, that type of stuff is done, and I've seen it done. You know, not that specifically, but different variations yeah, of that know. type of stuff done, like in certain live event shows that I've been to for like independent wrestling shows. And I've never yes. been a fan of that type of stuff. Like whenever I see that, I'm just kind of like, all right, cool, not for me, whatever. I I know that other people find that stuff funny. For oh. me, it's just like, mm, no thanks,
0: Denise. That it is the the lowest level indie cop out spot like there was an indie that i used to work and they would always bring in a name right they'd always bring in the tv name it'd be al snow shark boy and eugene are the three i remember and they would bring in the tv name they would have the main event obviously because that's who people are there to see but these people ain't they're getting paid a couple hundred bucks they ain't bumping for for aberdeen ohio so what would they do Alston would grab head. He would pretend he was going to shove it up the heel's ass. The heel would run around forever. Shark Boy would pretend he was going to bite the heel's ass. They'd run around for five minutes. Eugene pretended he was going to shove a thumb up the heel's ass. Every single... It was like the same thing. This is... uh. But
2: people pop for that. Like at those types of shows, people People, get into it.
0: People love butt stuff, Denise. (laughs) They love butt stuff. No comment. Any Rag... Uh says i still like rk bro still the only good thing on the show though sadly they've even made drew boring for me but hey no t-bar and mace though uh drew called one tea bag that was funny um i guess but they weren't on this show
2: i felt like he had done that already hadn't he that's why he had right okay who
0: hadn't who hadn't uh but yeah drew gulak has a rose up his ass so there you go uh Electa Bliss says that someone has caught Lily's eyes. Now, Lily was hanging around in the Gulak Angel promo, but was also backstage lurking around when she, when Sonia was talking to Adam Pierce. Do you think it is something Sonia related?
2: No, maybe she's in love with Angel Garza. We don't know. Maybe maybe Lily's just got a fetish for humans.
0: I could think of worse things than. Yeah, actually, no, I couldn't. I, wd would find a way to make this as bad as possible. But not really a lot to get into there. And the I actually
2: g- didn't notice. If it wasn't for your tweets, I wouldn't have noticed that she was even in the background, to be honest.
0: Well, uh, shout out to a friend of the site, Patrick Mason, who brought that to my attention. Uh, thank you to him for that. He's always doing stuff like that, so I appreciate you, buddy. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have noticed either, so I'm glad that he... Uh, but I like that they're out. putting
2: thought into this, though. The fact that they took the time, and this sounds like something so minimalistic, whatever, but the fact that they took the time to hide Lily behind some of these promos, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the effort that was put into that.
0: I am so over the Miz promos.
2: I've been over I them, know. John, for I like, know. ever.
0: You have been. And I've been giving him the benefit of the doubt for a long time, but... From from the time the first note of his music hit even to the point where he said the first word, it was eight minutes. Cause they had him do his entrance, they did a commercial, they did a backstage segment with Pierce and they, Is that the cliffhanger? Like that's what that's what's keeping me tuned in right now is the Miz is in the ring in a suit with a microphone. All right. He didn't say shit. He didn't say anything. What we got was Damian Priest. And John Morrison having a quick, fun little match. Miz's distraction uh, affected John Morrison. Maybe trouble in paradise there. I don't know. But uh, Damian Priest wins. His necklace broke along the way. It was hanging off his face. But good. Damian Priest wins. He should be winning. Um, Do you think this is leading to a split?
2: Okay. So, I'm um, sorry. I'm just pulling up my notes for this. All right. So, I... I'm just happy that they actually gave this match to Morrison. I don't know if it's actually leading to a split because to be honest, I don't think I sensed that while I was watching this, but I'm happy that I, I think for me, I was just more glad that they actually had this match with them, especially because I feel like at this point, the Damian Priest situation has just gotten worse. And I do feel like maybe they did hear some of that, like, social media outrage for like the time that he got pinned with the Miz and his panties yeah. and all of that so I wonder because since then it hasn't been as bad like things have been picking up just a tiny bit for Damian Priest I thought the match was great um I love I love the fact that John Morrison is able to do the Spanish fly and that they actually made a pretty big deal about it because they should have yeah. because it actually it didn't look like you're Ordinary Spanish fly. It actually looked extra phenomenal. I don't know why it just did. All oh, right, because
0: because Damien's huge, and they had a real chance with damien Priest right out of the gate to make him a big star. He was hanging out with Bad Bunny. He was he was doing cool moves. Then you could see it in the booking, like uh, he's struggling to get out of a chin lock.
2: Oh no, I can't do it. Pick the
0: guy up and slam him. You're the coolest. You're the coolest dude that should not be phased by anything. Let him run through some people.
2: And they need to keep doing that. If they keep doing matches just like this and just keep it going like that for Damian Priest, I think that they can actually get somewhere with him. And I mean, I as much as I'm, I've, I'm completely over everything that they've been doing with the Miz. I don't mind him being part of this as long as it's not he's not the sole focus each and every single time. If he's outside ring ringside making these funny faces, all right, I'm cool with that. But I want to just see more. I want to see at least a little bit more of what we saw today in the future.
0: Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. We are hitting the last two segments of the show. So get your super chats in. It greatly helps us. And, of course, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I'm going to have exclusive news up there every day, like forever. So just do it, okay? Until
2: Denise launches Denise Select.
0: Yeah, right. What, what scoops will you get, Denise?
2: Oh, trust me. I'll get my scoops. I will find out what Matt Riddle and Randy Orton do at night. And you know what? I'm going to find out where they go eat pizza, what flavors of pizza they get. I will find out the real information that people want to know.
0: Did you see Ethan Page tagging me in that Hidden Valley Ranch post?
2: I didn't see that. No.
0: It's because they're like, oh, pizza will never be the same when you try it with Hidden Valley Ranch. And I was like... You guys are an abomination. This ain't natural. I'm tired of you pushing your lifestyle and all this crap on me. I don't like it.
2: Sean, I, you literally need to try it. It will change your life. I swear to God. I've no. So many people like it. If it was something so gross, nobody would be talking about it. The
0: only thing I eat any kind of ranch on, I eat uh, Greek ranch on my broccoli.
2: That's it. What's Greek ranch?
0: A healthier alternative. The Kentucky 210 says, I'm scared of Fiend and Alexa.
2: Hold on. Hold the phone, Sean. How are you more healthy, health conscious than the girl from LA? Like, I'm out here eating like whatever the hell I want. And you're out here like, oh, I got to eat Greek ranch dressing.
0: Because I don't want to die of a stroke at 40. (laughs) That's why. Speaking of The Stroke, I'm interviewing Jeff Jarrett. It's up this week. Don't watch Denise. Mine's
2: up already. And we talk about Taylor Swift. And he tells an incredible story about Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas. You ain't gonna get that from Sean Ross Sapp.
0: No, you're gonna get great stories about Randy Savage and Monty Brown instead.
2: But you're not gonna get these out-of-the-box stories. People like out-of-the-box stuff.
0: Yeah, well, you keep that shit out of the box. You do that. Don't bring it near my box. Kentucky 210 says, I'm scared of Fiend Alexa versus Eva for the title later this year. Well, she did oh, mention
2: no. Lily. Something about red. What did she say? She sees red or something oh, like that? Oh, no.
0: Uh, Phil Chabert says, I would love to hear Denise's opinion of Eva Marie. Uh, scroll back to the beginning of the show, my friend. It is We got like 15, 20 minutes on it right there. Uh, Just Know Yes says, have you guys watched Luke singing Old SmackDown? No, I haven't, have I haven't yet. I haven't yet. Bob Harris says, it would be bad to come out smelling like a rose. Oh, oh no. Uh, Richie Goodacre says, Mrs. character is a goof and he's good at his job, but he does the same thing week in and week out. That's why I'm happy to see people like Angel Garza, Lucha House Party, Drew Gulak popping up on TV. So maybe we get a little bit less of that.
2: So this. I just thought of something so my reaction actually wasn't about this tweet okay think about like when you're laying on grass and how itchy your skin is now imagine having a rose like there like itchiness
0: do you get itchy ass when you lay on the grass
2: no but if you lay down on the grass with your arms and your you never lay down on the grass and your legs get really itchy I mean, I'm outside wearing pants, but like shorts. The rose was up
0: his ass, Denise. That's
2: what I was saying. So imagine if you get itchy with grass and how he must feel having a rose up his you-know-what. I'd be more worried about the thorns
0: up his ass. Uh, Greg, I'm so sorry I missed your super chat earlier. I did see it. Uh, apologize. Apologies. He said Mansoor had FTF on his boots. It's going mainstream. Did you see that, Denise? No. I thought I saw that as well. And Greg, again, apologies. I did see your super chat earlier. I have it had it saved right here because I, I missed it during the segment. But I saw that, and I, admittedly, my ego, I was like,
2: "What? Oh no!" I was
0: like, "Is that FTF?
2: Is that FTF? No, please, no, Sean, your ego is big enough."
0: Did you see the NFT that I sold on Quizle No,
2: I haven't been on like forever.
0: Just watch my intro. That's really all you got to watch. I did
2: watch it. Yeah, I did watch it, actually. Never mind. What am I talking the, about? The Sorry. Non, I did watch that.
0: The non-fuckable token.
2: Yeah, I saw that.
0: Angel, thank you for the super chat. If you have a question, uh, you're, you need to type that in on that as well. <sighs> it looks like Cedric and Shelton have split up, Denise.
2: Dude, they, I feel bad for them. I have a joke, and I could say this because I'm Mexican. When the Mexicans are being booked better than you, you know there's a problem right there. That sucks. You know, okay, you know for a fact that the Lucha truth. House party hasn't been treated very well. You're right. When you're losing to the Lucha House party, it says something like, you know, you're in the doghouse or something.
0: That's something that Sin Cara had told me recently. He's like, if I were a Mexican wrestler in WWE, I'd be pissed off because not a single one of them were in WrestleMania. And now they're beating Cedric and Shelton, who are still wearing Hurt Business colors like they are 25 years old, wearing the class ring around or something. But uh, the match was fine. Cedric or Shelton clotheslining, uh, clotheslining, I think it was Leak was really cool. That, that spot to the outside on Cedric. From Dorado looked nasty. Dorado did not get all of that. And it looked like he actually got hit with a backstabber on the way down, but it wasn't intentional. But Metal Leak wins with a top rope elbow drop. And then Cedric goes off about Shelton.
2: Dude, I was in shock. No lie, when they lost, I was like, oh, this is not going to go well for them. Like, I feel bad. But I will say this, though. I love the post match promo from Cedric. I thought, the way that he delivered it. I have been really even, I felt like he did it in such a different way that it felt very, very new. Like even the way like his tone, his voice and like the emotion coming out of him during this. I actually thought he hit it right on the mark with this one. I loved everything that he said, you know, blaming Shelton, saying how like he's the young one and he's already, you know, done it all or whatever. Like basically I liked everything that Cedric did in this. So Cedric's promo, kind of help that loss and it didn't make it seem as bad if they just would have, if they just would have, you know, one, two, three bell rings and that's it. Move on to the next segment. So I did think that the Cedric promo obviously helped a lot, but it's still like, oh man, like they went from up here on the roster, being with the hurt business, being the top guys coming out with, you know, Bobby Lashley MVP and the suits and all. And now they're losing to the Lucha house party. What is that?
0: I, I really liked the Cedric post-match promo. I thought that was really, really good stuff. I did not see the backstage Shelton promo that somebody is talking about.
2: Yeah. He was interviewed by Kayla and it was just basically like, she asked him like, Oh, you know, what are your feelings about what happened out there? And that was pretty much it. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's it was, it was okay. It was okay. Uh, Mark says Shelton and Cedric tag next week. Can they coexist? Oh,
2: probably not.
0: Dash Royal says, what are your thoughts on calling it? The men's world championship and the women's world championship. I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Uh, I think they should be treated, uh, as equal as possible by name or whatever other way of perception. Uh, Angel Ramos says Riddle and Orton do Taylor Swift sing-alongs after the show. I'd watch that. I think and eat be, pizza, <laughs> and eat pizza, that would be very entertaining. Um, So uh, one team out looks like RK bro is back in in the fold. Uh, We see promos from Lashley, MVP, Braun, Drew throughout the night. It's hinted that Braun will get double team, but Drew comes out and causes a bit of a distraction. This makes Lashley very happy. Was there anything that stood out in these promos? to you or was it just kind of like a formality
2: um no i will say this though i thought that the bobby lashley promo was a little boring though i didn't think it was anything special i thought that the drew mcintyre one was pretty funny it was fine i think i I, it was more the fact that he ignored that he was commenting on t-bar and mace essentially not changing their names i actually thought that that was funny because he kind of attributed to something that's talked about so much on social media and incorporating that into his actual promo so i was a fan of that um and that was pretty much it
0: yeah, and then the match was nothing special.
2: I thought it was going to be better. I'm not going to lie too. to you. I was kind of, I was actually looking forward to this match because I thought, okay, Bobby Lashley manhandling Braun Strowman, it's going to be besides Drew McIntyre, he's only really manhandled smaller guys, right? So yes. doing so to Braun Strowman, it seems like a bigger deal because obviously Braun Strowman, you know, you've seen his size. We all know his size, but the match itself was not that great. And I was no. waiting for it to get there. I was hoping that they would do like a lot of power moves, just something to get you interested. But it kind of just ended up being a boring match.
0: It just it wasn't that great. I thought it was going to be the sirloin beef sons of bitches match that WWE is so good at doing. Even when things just don't matter, they throw two of their big bad sirloin beef sons of bitches in there and they make a good one out of it. This one just wasn't that great. And um, you know what we've, we've seen Strowman work from underneath before. And I think we shouldn't have seen it that much because it would make it a lot more impressive. What Lashley did instead. Braun gets distracted and he gets pinned because nothing hypes up a title match like both contenders losing. And then next week, it's Lashley and Drew because Drew came in and hit a couple claymores. And Evan Wright says, Strowman's selling that claymore at the end. Woof. It w- wasn't even the sell. He bumped like way early, though.
2: I was actually laughing at that close up, but I think he was like. Ah. <laughs>
0: it didn't look good. Raul Ortega. <laughs> says, started Raw at 10.30 today. Just wanted to say hi. I'm done with the show an hour and a half later. A lot easier to watch. Raw felt better today. Denise, I I, I know we joke on the air, but I had like some real guilt about starting Raw at like 9, 9.15. I'm like, well, this is my job. I care about it. Besides my my wife and my family, I love wrestling more than anything on earth. And I felt like I was... I felt like I was cheating on my job by not doing it, but <laughs> as, as critical as I, as I am of it now, if I had been sitting here at this desk since 8.00 PM, I would, I would what be way worse. Today? Uh, 8.40. I think it'll be nine twenty next week. Nine 20, What time does
2: Ross start for you? Eight. Oh, okay. Oh, we started around the same time.
0: Yeah. But WWE pay-per-views, I'm not like this. I ain't starting no WWE pay-per-view a half hour late. They're awesome. They're usually really, really fun. But
2: I do um, I usually watch live just because I get. I get. I don't like see. I like to tweet and follow along with what people are saying, so I didn't want to see all the spoilers. However, today I started late, really just because I was running late. Period. Like that was the only reason why I started late today. But I didn't. Okay, I liked it in the sense that I got to fast forward through everything. I got to fast forward through all the replays of last week. Um, you know, I could not have to watch all the entrances and stuff like that. I could get to like the main port, and I got caught up by the time it was like seven seven twenty ish. I was caught up with the live version and everything but but i do i do like like actually live tweeting during while everything's happening i don't like to find out things like half hour later i suffer from fomo
0: well guys make sure you subscribe youtube.com slash fightful over the past week and a half of interviews with eddie edwards uh mike bennett of roh sammy guevara and today steve macklin of the forgotten sons I've got so many freaking interviews in the can that it's unreal. I think once a week. What what are you doing there, Denise? I was really Exactly. Uh
2: Oh wait, I had something to show you. Keep going. What? What? Damn, <laughs> we're, I we're forgot. Just, I was supposed but- to do this during the show, but my echo issues threw me off. All right, Sean, say something hurtful. I don't want to
0: say something, say hurtful.
2: something hurtful. Anything. You got eat. a big
0: ass head. Oh, oh, wow. Denise.
2: Now Denise. say something nice.
0: No. Denise, you're you're wonderful. Oh, that's great. That's great. I just
2: needed to, you know.
0: Guys, I will be on Stephanie Chase's channel on Wednesday, an hour before blood and guts. Uh, make sure you guys check that out. Support Stephanie. She is doing some really great stuff. Uh, Chris Rain says, I love the Sammy interview. Thank you very much. Um, I was very surprised I got that. But, Denise, what do you got going on?
2: All right. I uploaded two brand-new interviews to the channel, one with Jeff Jarrett and one with Santana and Ortiz. And that one's really, really fun. I think you should check both of them out. Um, Seriously, though, give them some love because I've been struggling to get them AEW interviews. I got the Sean Ross app." Uh, treatment. <laughs> I don't know why. I just got. I just got the Sean Ross app treatment. I got one though. I, I was. I was yeah, asking I know people. You did. I retweeted you.
0: I was asking people last week. I'm like, hey, I got heat with somebody. What's going on here? Yeah. And they were like, oh, here's Sammy. Actually, they they let me pick. But yeah, I.
2: Hey, I got yeah. options too. Yeah,
0: I know you do, uh, guys. I can tell you this: Denise and I both have Jeff Jarrett interviews this week. There are a lot of people that have Jeff Jarrett interviews. Everybody has
2: Jeff Jarrett interviews. right now. I guarantee
0: you our Jeff Jarrett interviews will not be like anybody else's Jeff Jarrett interviews. Um, Denise asked him about what Taylor Swift.
2: Yes. His daughters were in the mind music video and he's like legit was friends with like with Taylor Swift. Like she would hang out at his house, dude.
0: Well, my and approach, Joe
2: Jonas was there.
0: So obviously no disrespect to other people who interviewed Jeff Jarrett. Ain't nobody asking those questions. And I was like, "Ah, you know what? Let me ask him about stuff I know he's not going to get asked about. I asked about Randy Savage in TNA. I asked about Monty Brown. And I asked about a 1994 Royal Rumble that none of you have ever seen because it wasn't on TV. We talk about that and a whole lot more. So uh, check that out, guys. Yes, he did uh, a media tour. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for his podcast. I'm actually going to listen to it this week uh so make sure you guys check that out as well but denise anything else
2: um no that's a kind of it am i missing okay
0: something? bye guys